Welcome to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. I'm Dr. Carol Perlman, a psychologist, health coach, and married mom of two boys. I went from a frazzled mompreneur who hits snooze until the last possible moment to a vibrant business owner who jumps out of bed at 5 a.m. excited about my day. I once felt completely overwhelmed by my endless task list, but have learned how to work smarter, not harder, by studying health habits, mindset, and time management. I love to teach others how to implement top recommendations for health, happiness, and success. Yes, busy moms can learn how to stop picking at your kids' leftover food, create a daily exercise routine, and stay on top of the to-do list so you go to bed feeling fantastic about your day. Tune in each week as I share my best strategies for creating and sustaining daily habits for a healthy lifestyle and chat with other experts in the health and wellness industry. I'm your host, Dr. Carol Perlman. This is the Healthy Habits for Life show. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Healthy Habits for Life podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So you may have seen, if you follow me on social media, that I decided to do a step challenge this month, and I challenged myself to walk 10,000 steps a day every single day. Now, I got to say, I have known for a long time that this is what I should be doing and that this would be good for me. And this is what my trainer wants me to be doing. However, I have been telling myself the story that it's just not possible for me. Part of the problem is I live a pretty sedentary life. My job is sedentary and a lot of the work I do is on my computer or on my phone. And so I'm sitting a lot of the time. And I know I have some people in other kinds of jobs, people I know like teachers or people who work in hospitals and they're on their feet running around all day long. So they easily get these 10,000 steps a day just by doing their job, let alone actually intentionally exercising. For me, I could have ten, uh, sorry, 3,000 steps a day. If I don't pay any attention to it, I would literally have 3,000 steps a day every single day. And I just know that that is not good for my health. That is not good for my body. That doesn't support my weight loss goals. It doesn't support my body composition goals. And it doesn't support my health. That's just not enough movement for one body for the course of the day. And so I've been working on it and I got myself up to, you know, on average, maybe around 5,500 steps a day, which is definitely better, but still not where I want it to be. So I have to be honest with you, if you've been listening to the podcast, you heard a couple of weeks ago, I aired the interview I did with a friend of mine, Jan, who really turned her life around, turned her health around, around about two years ago. She was diagnosed earlier. She had been diagnosed with type two diabetes and she had a major health scare. And as she says, she had a nurse in the hospital stay, stay who scared her healthy. And her story had such a profound impact on me. And it really just stuck with me. And if you listen to her interview, if you haven't yet, go back a couple of episodes and listen to it because it is unbelievable. And if you listen to her story, you realize that she just drew a line in the sand and said, I'm going to stop doing the things that are not good for my health. And I'm going to start doing more of the things that are good for my health. And she gets herself to the gym every single day. And she eats the foods, as she calls them, that are Jan friendly, that support Jan's goals. And I do a lot of this. I work really hard on my health. I make a lot of changes. Many of them I don't even think about because it's just what I do at this point. But if I'm really honest, this step thing has kind of been a thorn in my side and it's one I have not really mastered. 
And so when I heard Jan's interview and well, when I did the interview with her, a light bulb just went up off in my head that just made me say, you know, if Jan can push herself and just do what she needs to do to get healthy, then why can't I? And maybe I need to step it up. Ha ha ha. Literally, <laughs> I need to step it up and get these 10,000 steps done a day. And I don't know, it's the weirdest thing. Something just clicked in my head that just said, you're going to do it. You're just going to do it. And you're going to figure out what needs to change in order to make this happen. So it started when I was on vacation over July 4th. And then, you know, that's kind of easier when we're on a beach vacation and I'm walking and, you know, we're just moving around. I'm not sitting at a desk all day long. But when I came home, I had a little streak going and I decided I am going to keep this going and I'm just going to do it. And so the first thing I want to share, I have, let's see, I have five things, five topics I want to share about what I've learned from this commitment to getting in 10,000 steps a day. And the first thing is that it never ceases to amaze me how much one person's story can have a ripple effect and truly inspire other people to change. I know this to be true because I know that it's happened to me before. And that's really what got me started in my own health journey eight years ago was watching my friend Lisa, my high school best friend, who had been following a new program and working on her own nutrition and doing a new workout program. And it was just watching her story unfold on Facebook that got me curious, that led me to reach out to say, reach out to her and say, Lisa, what are you doing? If it's good for you, it's got to be good for me. And that's what got me connected to Beachbody. And that's what Elisa is the one who taught me to create a daily exercise routine and wake up early and just get it done. And so much has unfolded in my life because of that one experience of watching her story on Facebook, reaching out to her and having her help me and coach me to make changes in my life. So I know this to be true, but when I had these moments, um, again, like interviewing Jan, getting to know her and interacting with her you know, throughout the week and really seeing the choices that she makes day in and day out, it just reinforces again to me how much one person's story can have a ripple effect on others. And so that's why I do what I do. And that's why I share. That's why I have this podcast. That's why I share what I do on social media, because if my challenges and my journey can inspire you to make a change in your life, then it means the world to me. And so that is 100% why I do what I do. And it's kind of ironic because the Beachbody motto is decide, commit, succeed. And I've seen it a thousand times. I've taken pictures. I was just, if you've um, been watching my social media, you know that this is our Beachbody Summit Week. And I've been going through all of the pictures from past summits that I attended in person and just reliving all of the magic and excitement. And I have all these pictures of me taking with these big I don't know what you call them, metallic beach body logos. And you have it right there, decide, commit, succeed. And I know that to be true. And I've had experiences with, and you've heard me talk about this on, on the podcast, what happens when you go all in on a program and you commit to it 100%. Well, you know what happens is you succeed. There's really no magic. There's nothing secretive to it. It just works. And I am once again, seeing the proof of this, that I made that decision. I'm going to do these steps. I decided I truly committed. I don't know. It's the most mysterious thing. Something in me just truly committed in my heart. And I have succeeded. I have succeeded. I think I'm on day 12 now. 
of my streak and I'm succeeding and I'm seeing so many amazing changes, which I'm going to talk about in a little bit. Um, well, maybe I'll talk about that now. That was my number five. So what have I noticed because I decided to take on this 10,000 step a day challenge? Well, a lot has changed. I have so much more energy. I got to tell you, I have an issue with naps. You might not believe this because you might look at me and, you know, I am very busy and I get a lot done during the day, but I really struggle in the afternoons, especially in the winter when it gets cold and there's less sunlight. I really struggle with this afternoon fatigue and it is not beyond me to take, I usually take a rest that doesn't necessarily involve sleep, but I need to just kind of shut down my brain. But in the winter, I could take a two hour nap, go into a really, really deep sleep. And that's great, I suppose, if your body really needs it, but it really pisses me off, to be honest, because that's two hours of my afternoon. I wake up, it's just gone. I can't get it back. And there are many other things I would rather do with my time than sleep it away. I'm not opposed to a short nap, like a 30 minute cat nap, but a two hour nap just drives me bonkers. So I don't think I've napped at all in the past 12 days. I have so much more energy and that makes me so happy. My husband's commenting to me like, you're not, you don't slow down. And I've just, I've just been on the move because I've been feeling so, so good. So not only do I feel so much better physically, but my mood is better. Not that my mood is necessarily a problem, but it's just even better. And I think it's all the endorphins from walking and I'm so super duper proud of myself. Like it's ridiculous how happy I am that I have gone from this place where there was a thing that was a thorn in my side that was hard for me. I was feeling like I was failing. I was falling short day in and day out. And now I don't have that feeling anymore because I'm doing exactly what I set out to do. And so mentally, psychologically, I'm super duper proud of myself. And so that even adds to my mood. And as a surprising outcome, I mean, not so surprising, but this isn't why I did this, but my step challenge is helping others. And I've simply shared it on social media and I share it in my um, health, my private accountability group, Healthy for Life. And other people have taken on the challenge as well. And other people are messaging me and we're holding each other accountable and we are we're getting it done. And other people are feeling so good and they're experiencing all the same benefits that I am. And that makes me so truly happy. And so that's a wonderful, surprising outcome that I wasn't necessarily planning on. And then the final thing is I'm, I'm noticing I'm so much more creative. And so I'll be honest with you. I was out for a walk this morning and listening to some really good music. And I got these ideas for two podcast episodes and I came home and the ideas were kind of all ready to go. I'm like, I just got to go record these right away because it's all fresh in my mind. And I've seen that happen time and again, that when I'm walking, I tend to get really creative and I solve problems that I was stuck on or I come up with creative ideas for whether it's graphics or logos or wording or a new program. It just all seems to dump out of my brain when I'm moving and thinking about it at the same time. And so that has definitely been true this week. And then the next thing that I've noticed is I've been asking myself this question. And I've been asking the others in my group that I know are working on this step challenge as well. What do you have to do differently to achieve this goal? So in the past, this has been a goal that I couldn't achieve. I just wasn't doing it. I was at 3,000, 4,000, 5,000. I just wasn't doing it. So, you know, there's that expression. If you want something different, you got to do something different. 
So I keep asking myself, what do I have to do differently to get to this outcome? And I've come up with a few answers and I think I'll, I will continue to discover more because day in and day out, we're always, you know, if you, if you choose to do this, you can observe for the glitches, look for the glitches and then figure out what you need to do to problem solve and work around them. So one thing that I have observed that I need to do differently is I need to time block this. I need to reserve the time and decide these 10,000 steps are a priority getting out there and walking. So I figured out it's about 75 minutes a day. And I just decided that I'm going to make this a priority and I've created the time. So when you think about it, there are 24 hours in the day. Let's say we sleep eight. Most of us don't even do that, but let's just say we do. That means there are 16 hours in the day that we have to manage. And we have a lot of things to pack into those 16 days. We have jobs. Maybe we have family we have to take care of. We have to eat. We have to food shop. We have to take care of our households. We have to have fun. Um, see people that are important to us. And so it's a lot of things to fit into the day. And so I realized I just have to decide that 75 minutes of those 16 hours is going to be reserved for walking and I'm just going to do it. So it got bumped up to the top of the priority list and it's getting done. So what goes along with that, and this one's really hard, is I've realized I have to put my needs first for those 75 minutes. I just have to declare it. And if you're a mom, you are probably very familiar with mom guilt. And I don't always feel great about it. And I feel like I should be spending time with my family or I should be helping them with this and that, or I should be cleaning my house more. I should be doing a whole bunch of things, but I've just decided my health is really important. This goal is really important. And so I'm just declaring these 75 minutes are mine and I'm just going to do it. And I have those thoughts pop up that make me feel a little guilty. And I've just decided to not listen to them and not give them any attention and just do it anyway. So that goes with some other changes that my family has had to endure. So another thing I've had to do differently is that I've had to skip some family dinner times. And part of that I realized is because it's just been so damn hot around here. And so I don't want to walk outside when it's like 90 degrees and super duper hot. So I've had to wait until it cools off, which means dinner time, um, because if I wait too long, then uh, it's bedtime. So I have ducked out of family dinner time, which I don't love doing because spending, um, having dinner together as a family is really important to me. But fortunately, we do that a lot. Um, we are home together a lot. And so I realized that it is okay if sometimes I am not there, that's okay. And sometimes dinners and shifts anyway, I've got one kid who works and sometimes he works till eight. And so I can have dinner with him when he gets home and we have dinner in two different shifts and that's working out okay. I wouldn't want to do that every single day, but sometimes that's what has to happen. And then the other thing that I have realized I have to do differently is sometimes I have to eek, ask for help. And this is not always easy. Um, in some areas, I'm very comfortable asking for help, but I have certain tasks that I feel are my responsibility in the family making dinner is one of them. And so, like I said, because of this heat, you know, earlier in the spring, I would be out walking at three or four and I would get it done and then make dinner. But because it's still been so hot, I've had to wait and then it's dinner prep time and dinner. And so there have been occasions where I've had to say to the rest of the family, can you take care of making dinner? And I make it really simple. And I went to Trader Joe's and got a bunch of frozen options that they can make really easily. 
And I wouldn't want to do that every single day, but I have been testing out what it's like to ask for help and let them know I'm not going to be available to make dinner and have them do it. Other times, another way of working around that is other times when it's been baseball seasons, I have been known to make dinner really early in the day, like 11, 12, or one o'clock, just throw things on the grill, make dinner, and then put it in the fridge, and then we just heat it up. So that would be another way of working around it, but I don't always have my act together to do that these days. So sometimes I have to ask the family for help. Um, the other thing I have learned, what do I have to do differently, is sometimes I too need to use my accountability buddies and I've talked about this on other episodes that when you are working on something that you know is hard, you're likely to blow off, you're likely to just not do, it can be really helpful to reach out to other people and ask them to help keep you accountable. Make your need known, your needs known to other people or, or make your intention known to other people and ask them to check in on you at the end of the day and see if you've done it. And that's going to sit on your shoulder because you're not going to want to tell them you blew it off and it's going to be really helpful. So some days if I've been tired or it's still hot, I just kind of don't want to, then I can either ask a friend who lives in my neighborhood to go walk for me. Sorry, wouldn't that be great if I could ask a friend to walk for me? I can ask a friend to walk with me. And of course, you know that if you've done this, you know this to be true. Once you're walking with a friend, you don't even notice that you're walking and time goes by so quickly. So fortunately, I have some great walking buddies in my neighborhood. And I can grab one of them and go walking with me or I call my sister and I make a plan. Either I tell her in advance, you know, walk with me tonight. She lives in another state, but sometimes I will text her and say, hey, let's walk tonight. Or I have another sister in state, but in another town and we can make the same plan. Um, even if we're not going to get together, we can just plan to talk while we're walking. And that also makes the time go by really quickly. And let's see. Oh, I have a few other things. So I call them things that don't hurt, things that I've done differently that it doesn't really hurt to do this. So one thing is I got a really great pair of sneakers. I saw a friend of mine wearing these awesome sketchers with like a three inch sole. Okay, that's an exaggeration, but it's maybe an inch and a half thick sole. And they looked super comfortable and I invested in them. And I'm so happy that I did because they are super comfortable and they do make me excited to go out on my walks. I also have a couple of pairs of really great leggings that I like. I invested in the Lululemon leggings and eek, they're a lot of money, but I decided I'm going to buy fewer pairs and just wear the ones that I really love because they feel great and they really do motivate me to get outside and move. So that was another thing. And I don't know about you. Some people like to walk in, in silence and just kind of be with their thoughts and, and take in nature. And sometimes I do that, but I also really like to listen to things on my AirPods. And so I don't know, there's something about AirPods, no wires, and they're just really easy and comfortable and the sound is great. And I love listening to podcasts and I have a few, uh, that I listen to and I find it so uplifting and I get excited to go out and walk because I know it's my time to take in new information. So I either listen to podcasts or music and it just adds a whole nother element to the walk that makes me excited. And then the last thing that I've learned, what do I have to do differently? Sometimes I have to push through a little bit. <laughs> I've been pretty close to blowing it off and saying, you know, I need to declare today a rest, a rest day because I'm, I'm just not feeling it. Maybe I was tired it was really hot or the weather wasn't great, a storm was rolling in, or I just didn't feel like it. 
And so I've been very close to blowing it off. And I just found it within me to push through and just get started. And you know how it goes. You know, even if you don't want to initially, once you get started, most things are usually better and you can get it done. So I've had to push myself a little bit, whereas other times I might have just surrendered. And I know for sure I have fallen for the trap of it's good enough. In the past, if I got to 7,000, like, ah, that's good enough. That's still a pretty good chunk of, of steps. That's good enough. And I just decided good enough isn't okay in this, in this situation. In other situations, it most definitely is. But I just decided to test out what happens if close enough or good enough isn't okay. And I got to go all the way. And I've pushed through that. And so it's been really interesting. Um, you know, there's another phrase that I've heard that I've really been chewing on. And it says, who do you need to become in order to reach your goals? And I'm going to do a whole separate podcast on this because I think I'm realizing there's so much to be said about that. But what I've noticed with this step challenge is that I need to become someone who does things differently. Going back to these different examples that I gave you, I need to become that person who puts my needs first, not all the time, but for parts of the day, who asks for help, ask my family to do some of the tasks that even though they're technically mine, sometimes I need to ask for help. Sometimes I need to pull myself away from the family and not be there because I'm doing my own thing. Sometimes I need to use my own accountability buddies, even though I, I try to be that accountability person for other people. Sometimes I need to pull in my own accountability partner. Um, sometimes I need to treat myself or sometimes it's okay to be someone who treats yourself when you're working on a goal. And I need to be someone who pushes through a little bit more. I need to become the person who pushes when it would be easy to give up, easy to call it a rest day and just push a little bit. And you know what? It's really not been that hard. I've been amazed that I can actually do this. This really doesn't cramp my style. It doesn't alter my day a whole lot. It's just give it a push and I'm getting it done and I'm feeling so much better and it's having a incredibly positive ripple effect on me and other people and it's totally worth it. So I, what do you think? Are you ready to join me on this 10,000 step a day challenge? If you are and you want more accountability, find us in the Healthy for Life private Facebook group. We're chatting about it there and we're making waves. We're creating a movement and let's all get the job done. I hope this was helpful. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll be back next week. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Healthy Habits for Life. If you love today's episode, please follow me on iTunes and leave a five-star rating and review. These are so important and will enable others like you to find this podcast. Also, please share this podcast with your friends you know would also love it so we can get the word out. Thanks again for joining me. Until next week.